Hi, this is Anthony Lighthaw. Thank you for joining me today on this podcast entitled From Dreams to Actions, where we talk about business goals, supporting positive energy, and following your dreams. On today's episode, we're going to discuss passion. So having passion to do something, it can be a very broad term for a lot of different people. But let's kind of dissect this before we get into some uh, specific examples. So having a passion to do something, it's basically you never getting tired of doing it. You never stop thinking about it. You eat, sleep, and breathe, whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever that goal is. Having passion just gives you that determination. It gives you that strength to not quit, whether you're in the gym whether you like to build something, whether you are looking to to start that business or get into real estate, you just have a passion that is just so unstoppable. And passion is really important just overall, not just for business or even, you know, personal reasons, but just overall, it's really good to be passionate about something Uh, that's going to help you keep going uh, in order to reach your goals. So let's talk, I'm going to share a couple of examples and and along the way kind of talk a little bit more about the importance of having passion. So let's go ahead and get into it. So the first thing I want to discuss is that success does not happen overnight. Now I know there's some type of YouTube sensations or somebody on Instagram and they just seem like they just made it overnight, but they really didn't. There was some type of background to them, some type of passion to them, uh, some type of um, uh, pathway in order to get to where they are are today. And it's really important, especially with understanding that success, success does not happen overnight, because that really resonates with a lot of different things that you have probably done in your life. I like the example of riding a bike. If you've never ridden a bike before, it would be very challenging for you to get... Think about riding a bike. You're on two wheels and you have to balance yourself. You also have to manage your stability. You have to manage your your speed and also know where all the gears are and how to brake and just how fast to go and the terrain of what, where you're going. Like People that know how to ride bicycles, it's, it's second nature now. But think about it when you started riding a bike, whether you were three or six or whatever age people start riding bikes but you usually started off with tricycles and you had those as a as a crutch as a help um, just to make sure that helped to boost your confidence while you're riding your bike and so that you wouldn't fall over and then you fast forward and then you take off you know the the tricycles uh, on on the side and then uh, it boosts your confidence and then you're like okay I can do this I can do this and then you're like uh oh I, I, I'm about to fall over I have no balance I have nothing helping me to stay forward and to stay straight and you scrape up your elbow you scrape up your knee I know a lot of people have a lot of crazy stories of how they started riding bikes whether uphill downhill or just or, or just on a flat surface but it was a process to ride that bicycle and some people then they grow up to ride motorcycles or they grow up to ride other you know vehicles or a unicycle but riding that bicycle is a foundation and again i'm getting to it didn't happen overnight now you may have been practicing all night 
but you had to start somewhere and it was a process to do that. So again, you know, with having a passion when riding a bike, you have a passion to learn how to ride, whether you are inspired by your friends who know how to ride or you see people in the park or, or people that are just riding with their families, you want to learn how to ride on two wheels uh, on, on a bicycle. So you find that passion to do that. The next thing in regards to just having passion, I wanted to use an example of, you know, real estate and people that get into real estate and start to own property and they want to add that to their portfolio. So here's the process. You know, sometimes people go big or go home. You know, if they have the capital uh, and the funds, you know, they buy the three flat or the two flat or a large apartment building. But a lot of people, they start off small they start off with their own residence and some people may start off with a, a condo one bedroom one bath you know condo condo and then they move out of there but they hold on to it and they don't sell it they rent it out and so you know they get the the feel of being a a, a landlord and collecting rent and and fixing things or or having a, it outsourced to be fixed and then maybe they like that and it's another stream of income for them. So they say, okay, well, I'm gonna hold on to this one bedroom, one bath, but next property I buy is gonna be three bedroom, three bath. So now I can probably have like a family in there or somebody who has a significant other or roommates and then get more money from that rent and then so on, you know, and then after that they buy larger apartment complexes and now they know how to kind of manage that property or who needs to be in place to grow that business with real estate and to add that into their portfolio. Um, and so basically with this example of real estate, it's really like starting small and having that passion over time. And again, not everything's going to be great. You're going to have tenants that aren't paying their rent. You're going to be fixing toilets or the roof is leaking or you have a big um, a, a huge expense to to fix the plumbing because you bought an old home or an old building and so it's going to be a huge lift you know from you and take away from some of the capital or the rent that you're collecting to fix things but you still have a passion for it because it's yours and you own it and you are the landlord you are the owner of it you're responsible for it you're responsible for these people basically you know in regards to um, just making sure that they're safe uh, in the building that you own so it's a passion you know uh, in regards to using that example of real estate and kind of growing out your portfolio all right the next uh thing i wanted to tell you as well with passion is make sure that you don't have a boring story okay so i'm going to pause right there make sure you don't have a boring story have you ever heard of someone that accomplished something and you're like oh that's that's interesting how did you what inspired you how, how did you make it and accomplish that and their story is so boring you're just like this was given to you like you didn't do anything for this so let me give an example of a boring story um i turned 16 and you know i it was around that time you know i just finished you know getting my driver's license and you know my mom surprised me with a car at my birthday party and that's how I got my car. My mom bought me a car. Boring. That is so boring. So let me switch this story up. So let's let's talk about how I got my first car at 17 years old. Okay. So I just finished driver's ed and I, I finished that up at 16. Um, and then I was soon about to turn 17. 
But in the meantime, I was going to school. I was also working. I was helping my little brother with his homework because we lived in a single parent household. My mom was working two shifts. So, you know, I really didn't have a lot of time to like hang out with friends. I was, I was really just focused on my studies and also work and also helping out my mom with, with my younger sibling. So I would work at this video store and, you know, I would work there and you know i would get paid you know minimum wage and you know it's kind of pretty relaxed atmosphere so i'd be able to do my homework you know while people were you know just renting videos and and things of that nature and after working there you know for quite some time you know i knew my my grades were kind of slipping a little bit uh but you know i kind of decreased on my hours but i knew that was going to take away from some of the money i was saving to buy myself a car but you know i just you know worked just a couple days a week a couple hours but then i got my grades back up and then i was able to really focus and get back in the groove of things you know with working so i worked at this video store you know for x amount of time i think it was i think i started working there when i had my work permit at like 15 uh, so I was there for probably like a year and a half, but I just stashed my money. I bought my own school supplies and different things and helped to run the house, but I was really good at managing my money. And, you know, once I did that, I, I just saved it and saved it and saved it. And then by the time I turned 17, I noticed I didn't have enough money, you know, to purchase the car that I wanted. Um, and so then I was able to get another job. You know, uh, I left the, the video store job and, and got another job where I was paid a little bit more. I was able to work more hours and then I saved a little bit more. And then by the time I did at the end of my 17th year, uh, before I was 18, I was able to purchase the car that I wanted just with staying focused and, and really knowing I had a goal and and uh, just being very, uh, very focused on my goal of, of purchasing a vehicle. And my mother, you know, God bless her, she saw the, the determination that I had, you know, to go about purchasing that car and she agreed to help pay for my car insurance or for me to be on, you know, her car insurance uh, and she was going to, you know, take care of that for me. So all I had to do was take care of maintenance and just purchase the vehicle. But she was very appreciative of me helping my, you know, sibling with, with you know, his homework and everything and saw how focused I was and how I focused on school and on work and juggled all of that that's a better story than daddy or mommy buying me a car you know so it's the story it's the passion as I told that story I hope people were inspired or maybe you know maybe you connected with that story and if something was similar to you it may have not been a car it may have been your bicycle you know when you were younger and you took a paper route or maybe it was you know you um, you know creating something that people paid you for and you were able to have your own money and that's the whole passion behind that story is it's the story it's the passion of staying focused my grades slipped i got back on the grind you know i looked at what was important to me but i stayed focused and then i even left that job got a job where i can work more hours and higher pay or more pay so it's the passion of that story and that's the thing that I say don't have a boring story because you can definitely encourage people, you know, to reach their goals as well, you know, instead of something just being given to you. It's kind of boring. Um, the other thing I, I wanted to share too, uh, as another example with this with passion, I, I really think about 
uh, learning a language, a foreign language, and we'll say French as an example, uh, you really have to invest in yourself. Learning a, another language is not easy, and I applaud and tip my hat to people who know two languages or just multilingual uh, individuals because it's not easy, but they really focused and you know got themselves in uncomfortable you know situations or conversations to really uh, increase their vocabulary but using French as an example you know you gotta take a step back and ask your question your uh, yourself a few questions like have I taken classes or invested in myself whether they were paid or maybe I you know I took I looked at YouTube or, or connected with different people different social groups um, you know, did I invest in myself in that way? Have I even thought about traveling, you know, to a French speaking location, whether that's certain places in uh, parts in Canada or certain places in, in Africa or, of course, in France? You know, have you taken a look at engaging, you know, in a, in a French speaking uh, community? And also, you know, um, another thing, too, you know, the passion and dedication, you know, daily exercises, you know, have you put a lot of people, which is really cool, uh, putting different post-it notes on what what's the translation of a closet or the translation of a bed, the translation of um, a kitchen and putting post-it notes up so that you constantly are submerging yourself in that that language and in that culture and understanding that. So those are the things you have to think about, you know, when you think about passion especially with the example of learning another language, you really have to focus. You really have to think of various ways to get yourself uncomfortable so that you can continue to learn and accomplish this goal that you have of learning another language. Okay. And then uh, a couple more things here uh, before we wrap up that I wanted to mention. One is, is uh, a, a big uh, example, sorry for stumbling over my words. A, a, a large example here is the gym. You know, after January 1st, people get back into the gym. They probably have a goal. Um, they have a Hawaii trip or, or they're going to, to South America or Central America, somewhere where they need to be in a bikini or, you know, in, in swimming trunks. And so they want to make sure they get their body right. And so they have that passion. They have that focus to get their body right, you know, when they go on that summer vacation. Uh, but a lot of times what happens is, I'd say half of those people, after you know spring comes and then summer starts coming uh, or creeping in around the corner, they get back to their old ways and they stop going to the gym. Or they're not seeing the results that they want to see because all of these things take time. I told you, it's not overnight. So it takes time to see these results. So after a month or after three months, they, they start falling off and they quit. Um, and so that's the thing. They didn't have that passion. They had a goal, but they didn't have a passion to continue on to reach that goal, to get that beach body using this example of a gym to get, you know, their, their health right or to get their body that they, they want to get to. And so that's another thing, especially with, with getting back into the gym, you know, really figure out your why, you know, really get that passion going, you know, stay consistent. That's a really key one. Uh, with any goal, you know, just make sure that you are consistent because it's going to keep you keep you focused on on that accomplishment and you will reach it. You know, you uh, what they say, you reap what you sow. So or basically you you get you get out what you put in. 
Uh, so that determination, that passion is, is really you sowing those seeds. And the last thing I would say too, just kind of wrapping up here is uh, with all of this, be humble. You know, I've shared different examples. I've shared the story of, you know, purchasing your, your first car. But when you share those stories, be very humble. Don't don't brag, but also make sure that you are inspiring others uh, because you have a story and you are probably sowing into someone to help them with their story. You know, and if it wasn't for them meeting you or hearing your story, they're probably they probably would have taken a different route or probably wouldn't have accomplished their goals because they heard about the grind, the hustle, the focus, the passion that you put in and you're sharing that story with people. So definitely being humble, but also being encouraging is always a plus, you know, when you uh, make it to your accomplishment or to the goal that you are looking for. Um, you just never know who, who you could be interacting with and, and helping. Uh, and you hear a lot with celebrities doing this, you know, uh, celebrities that in our eyes are successful and they go back and they help people who are in distress. They help um, countries that, you know, definitely need uh, resources or they have some type of mentoring where they take people under their wing, you know, girls and boys uh, of certain ages to really help them, you know, with some of their goals. Uh, and sometimes you hear about this or sometimes, you know, a lot of the celebrities, they, they move in silence, which is great. You don't hear about it unless you know about it or unless there's a segment, you know, on, on TV talking about it. But a lot of times they just move in silence. And that's part of being humble is moving in silence. You know, I think that's a, a really big one, too. Um you know, when you're giving back, when you're mentoring and inspiring, you don't have to tell the whole world. You know, maybe you just tell it, you know, in a casual conversation, but not everybody has to know about it. Not everybody has to know your next move. And moving in silence is a, is a key one. I'll kind of end and wrap up with that one where, um, you know, you tell people of your goals. Let's say you want to start a business. You tell everybody that will listen. And I understand the excitement, I understand the enthusiasm, I understand you put together this business plan, but not everybody has to